Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Direct, hard-hitting, no-holds-barred. The Rory Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. An email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com from from Cody. Hey, Roy, don't forget that we only found out about the Carter payment because of a leak. They didn't want anyone to know about that. Transparent, honest government. Thank you, Cody. I remember something about that transparent government we were supposed to have. So I was reading, uh, and I, I like to uh, keep up with what Spencer Fernando writes. Pretty good. And a social network commentator. And he wrote on SpencerFernando.com, here's the headline, crazy, liberal MP equates criticism of ISIS reintegration with white supremacy. Spencer Fernando joins us on uh, the Roy Green Show. Spencer, great to have you uh, join us. I, I, like I said, I enjoy your, your pieces. And tell us the story about uh, what happened as far as Chris Biddle the Ontario Liberal MP is concerned when there was a protest at his office. Well, it's uh, good to be here. Thanks for having me. So there was a group of Canadians, uh, not too many, I think, like, uh, looks like about five or six, protested outside his office. Uh, They had signs saying, uh, Patriots on guard against Trudeau and jail ISIS fighters. So they were there to protest the idea that the Trudeau government wants to reintegrate ISIS fighters instead of jailing them or kicking them out of the country. And so he went on Facebook after that, and he wrote, It is shocking to me that in 2018, white supremacists would stand up in public in St. Catharines to promote their hateful racist views. So he's equating people saying they're uh, against the government's ISIS policy with being white supremacists. That is just, that's beyond bizarre. That is Mm -hmm. absolutely beyond bizarre. When you consider that the Americans, the French, the Australians, and the Brits ordered their special forces units to hunt down and kill any ISIS members of who are also citizens of those countries, hunt them down and kill them before they could return home. Here you have everyday people standing outside the member of parliament's constituency office in St. Catharines, protesting the fact that Mr. Trudeau believes that the ISIS terrorists could deliver some, quote, extraordinary end quote, benefits to Canada, and they become, what was it again? White supremacists. Yeah, yeah, and what's amazing about that is uh, they've done a few polls on what Canadians think, and over two-thirds of people don't agree with the government thinking that ISIS fighters can be reintegrated. What's amazing is Ralph Goodale, the public safety minister, has even said the, the possibility of reintegrating these people is remote. So 
you've got an MP basically saying that the majority view of Canadians is equal to white supremacy. You cover a lot of political issues, and you do so succinctly, and you also have the, the longer pieces that you write. Did this, within the overall context of what you cover, what, pay, what you pay attention to, did this surprise you that a member of parliament would actually, regardless of the party, regardless of, well, not regardless of the circumstance, but given the circumstance, would accuse the people who were protesting out of, outside his office as white supremacists promoting their hateful racist views? You know, it's somewhat surprising uh, to see an MP do that, but it's not really surprising in the context of the uh, the Trudeau government overall. I think it was about a day after the uh, the guy in Edmonton who he uh, ran over a police officer, uh, then stabbed the police officer, and then tried to run over uh, four other people, uh, had an ISIS flag in his car. So the day after that happened, uh, Justin Trudeau didn't say anything about uh, radical Islamism or terrorism or anything, but he did say, he did uh, share on Facebook uh, a post about fighting white supremacy. So it seems like there's a bit of a, a tactic on on behalf, behalf of the government where when something happens with radical Islam, they try to ignore it and then shift the discussion to white supremacy instead. So, it, it you know, it, it may have been uh, just a, a weird thing that he said, but it seems like there's a bit of a pattern here. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Abdullah Hassan Sharif, the uh, individual we're talking about in Edmonton, has been found fit to stand trial so we'll see what happens there. I wonder if somebody's going to push for a not criminally responsible uh, case. We'll, we'll see what ha- we'll see what happens. Um, what what have you heard from your readers? Yeah, people are pretty upset about it. Um, you know, the idea that instead of listening to people, I mean, even if he disagreed with their position, he could have gone out there and talked to them, or he could have had a debate with them. He could have been somewhat respectful, and I think acknowledge that people have legitimate concerns. I mean, you look at what happens in Europe with terrorism there. I don't think people want to see that happening in Canada. So I think people are angry at he didn't even care enough to listen to them, to respect the fact that these are Canadian citizens sharing their views. He just went for the biggest insult he could use against them. And it's a way to try to scare people and silence debate. I mean, it's interesting to be called that. Interesting you say that, because as you were saying, it's the way to scare people. I was thinking the same thing, intimidation tactic. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah, less. Also, uh, it, it's, it's concerning when it comes from the government, too, because the government here has a lot of power, and Canada does have uh, hate speech laws. So, you know, we have a fair amount of free speech, but a lot of politicians, I think what they want to do is they want to make any criticism or even discussion of radical Islam. They want to say, oh, that's Islamophobia, that's hate speech, you can't say that, you can't do that, and just silence any discussion about it. And it seems like that's kind of where the government's shifting towards. Mm-hmm. No, I don't disagree. Now, it's interesting also... Justin Trudeau is allowing terrorists back into Canada, Mm -hmm. people who left this country in violation of, if if they go to court, but it doesn't seem Mr. Trudeau is interested in pursuing a a jail sentence, but if they were taken to court and found guilty of uh, joining a terrorist organization overseas, they would be in violation of the Criminal Code of Canada and would go to prison. So we have Mr. Trudeau allowing the ISIS uh, terrorists to return to Canada. His father, Pierre Trudeau, in 1970, allowed FLQ terrorists who were engaged in bombing, kidnapping, and murder in Quebec, he allowed them to leave and go to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bit of a pattern here where it seems that, uh, you know, instead of defending the country and defending our citizens, uh, you know, Trudeau, just like his father, is very sympathetic to to people who uh, have an anti-Canadian, even anti-Western uh, civilization worldview. And I noticed that with a few things, not just uh, with, uh, you know, terrorism or radical Islamism, but also in the way uh, Trudeau approaches China. 
he seems to have some some sort of strange affinity for um, you know anti-Western, anti-Canadian governments, uh, governments that don't believe in free speech, don't believe in equal rights, don't believe in any of the things we believe in as Canadians, and it uh, seems to leak out all the time. And yet we hear that when the free trade or the trade deal was on the table with China, he lectured the Chinese on human rights issues. Yeah, I mean, that's what he says, but... That's what he says. It's not working out too well. No, no, you can't push and pull at the same time. No. Spencer, thank you so much. It's good talking to you, and I, I do enjoy reading uh, your, your tweets and reading your posts. Really enjoy them. I appreciate that. Thank all, you. All the best. Spencer Fernando on The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network, spencerfernando.com. My number is 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. So you heard the Prime Minister of Canada talking about Omar Khadr and why he's angry that he had to pay the $10.5 million on behalf of all of us to Khadr, who had the $20 million lawsuit underway, when he didn't have to pay it at all. There was no, there was no need. It was before the courts. And when he talks about it could have been 40 or 30, 40 or 50 million dollars, the lawsuit was for 20 million. But why not let the courts, why not let the courts handle it? Why not let the courts handle it, Mr. Trudeau? And why was it done in secret? As Cody pointed out in his email, why was it done secretly? Why were we not supposed to find out? Why did the government get angry when we found out that they'd written Cotter a check for $10.5 million? And why was the check given to Cotter or the money given to Cotter so he could deposit it in his account, I guess, before Tabitha Spear, the widow of the American Army medic, Cotter killed with a grenade, could launch the suit in and uh, could, could try to attach the money in Canada. So Trudeau had it. Uh, Trudeau uh, Carter had it in his account, and Tabitha Spear and Lane Morris, who was on the air with us, the the sergeant in that American platoon who lost his eye to that grenade, they weren't able to try to stop the money from going into Carter's account. A lot of questions to be answered. And then there's the meeting with Joshua Boyle, but that's another story for another day. We will come back and take more of your calls at 800-263-2428. Your reaction to what you've heard, your reaction to with the Prime Minister's tour of Canada, the Hi, It's Me Again tour. And then at the top of the next hour, the Conservative Party of Canada leader Andrew Scheer will be my guest. Don't go away.